Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Yes, we are going an hour early. I know that normally um, normally we go at 7, but due to Brian Kelly. Uh, doing his radio show at 7, and obviously with Thursday Night Football uh, uh, going on at 7.15, we have moved our time up on Thursdays for the temporary moment uh, until seven or, or until 6 to get out of that 7 slot. Nevertheless, we do have a lot to talk about. If you missed it, there were some breaking news today that we'll obviously get into. Uh, the NCAA uh, issued the verdict and a ruling on LSU in reference to the James Craig situation, LSU's former LSU LSU's former, sorry guys, O-line coach, um, really not meaning a whole hell of a lot for LSU. LSU's on probation. Everything that happened or everything that the NCAA came, came down with has pretty much already happened. Um, but what does it mean for Will Wade and LSU basketball? If anything, Blake, he doesn't mean anything for Will Wade LSU basketball. Okay. Y'all want to get in a source off? <laughs> you want to get in a source off? You want to get in a, uh, I mean, look, and we'll get into this James Craig thing. I think James Craig was actually done bad um, in reference to uh, what's going on with him? A three-year show calls for a kid that showed up at his house on, on not even on, I don't want to say unwanted, um, but, uh, n- you know, not even invited. And then the kid goes to Clemson and then yet nothing happens to Clemson, but then something happens to James Craig and LSU. Yeah. Doesn't sit well with me, man. Doesn't sit well with me at all. Um, so we'll talk about that. And Rufino's rants will probably be sparked in there as well. 
as the NCAA filed uh, and made it known that they are doing interviews for their NCAA president, um, which I thought was interesting on the day the LSU, uh, their verdict came down for football. So maybe I'll apply. Give me a thumbs up in the chat, all of you listening, if you believe um, that we would do good being a, or I would do good being the new NCAA president. I tell you what, Bama wouldn't cheat anymore. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I promise you that. They wouldn't cheat anymore. All right, we'll also get into the New Mexico game preview. What is your score prediction? You can fire that inside the chat now. Uh, I'll give mine here tonight at the end. Obviously, I'm going to be favoring LSU pretty heavy on this one. LSU is now a 30-point favorite in this game at home as LSU will be wearing the white helmets, purple jerseys, white pants um, on Saturday night. So it's going to be really, really fun. And as we do every Tuesdays and Thursdays, fire inside the Rudy Crew chat any questions, thoughts, concerns, and we'll get to as many of them uh, as we can. Um, Roger Dugas says, we are in this thing like Lemony Twain. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you missed it, that's when Carter's aunt came on the show. Gave him a smoothie and said, Lemonade twang. Josh Forbes says, like and share. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Um, if you missed it, on Monday, I said that we'd be doing another shirt giveaway, an AYS shirt giveaway, if you liked every show this week. So there's only like a six, seven of pe- six, seven people that have only done it. Um, so you better, you better do it. And what happened last week when I announced it on Thursday, like 200 people, <laughs> I just shared all the shows. <coughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Holden Lee says, let's go in my Carter Bryant voice. Yes, sir. Barrett Granger says, let's go. I hit that like and share button. Yes, indeed. Jerry Zimmerman says here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> yeah, man, I lost it last night on that. And I, and Ovid says, no one mentioned the shaving cat part. Yeah. Yeah. What can we do, man? What can we do, vet? I mean, what, you know, it's funny. It's funny. Oh, interesting score prediction here from Josh Forbes. 21 to 17 LSU. Josh, are you just playing around here? Josh, you playing around? You don't really think the game's going to be 21 to 17, do you? Josh, defend yourself on this one. Defend yourself. 21-17, if it's 21-17 all week next week, everybody's going to be freaking out. Everyone's going to be freaking out. Uh, Lance Hill says, Dan, Brian Kelly can dress for a presser. That he can. He comes styling and profiling. Uh, Jamie Formberry says, Coastal Carolina or Georgia State? Um, let me tell you what I – so listen, last year I, I rode Paul's the Coastal Carolina train – uh, we went three and one last week on our bet. So Friday morning or maybe Friday around lunch, I forget. I gave my bets. Uh, we went three and one. I took Florida State, LSU, uh, the AM money line, and I took Coastal Carolina and the points and we came up a half a point short. Um, I would pick Coastal Carolina in a, mo- in a money line situation um, if you're going to pick that game, but I, I'm not. You know, I, I Coastal Carolina gives me heartburn, man, picking, you know, picking with them. Because they run the football so damn much, and, and you never know what you're going to get from them in the passing game. 
Um, so Jamie, I, I don't I don't bet on them. I'll be releasing my my picks. So last year we were right at like sixty five percent, which is pretty great if you're doing betting odds. Uh, obviously, I want to get better with that. Um, look, it's a, the, the betting is about making money. So it doesn't matter how much money you make; it's about making money, right? Like that—that's the goal. You don't want to lose. Um, so yeah. All right. So let's do this. Let's get this thing rolling, guys. We will be probably about fifty minutes to an hour tonight, since we do have a lot to talk about. Um, and then we'll get on out of here, and we'll be back on Saturday morning for the SEC show, and then Saturday night after the LSU game for the LSU post game show. So don't forget to join us Saturday night and Saturday morning. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. But everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. Share to all those Facebook uh, pages or all your Facebook pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. If you're listening to us on YouTube uh, or watching us on YouTube, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We greatly appreciate it. Tune in app, XM Radio, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're listening to that to us on one of those platforms right now, rate, review, subscribe, all of that. And I did drop a uh, pretty interesting recruiting nugget on the AYS message board, AYSSnetwork.com. That's AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Guys, it's seven bucks a month. I mean, come on. Come on. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Everybody, smash the share button. Smash the share button. Smash the share button. Do your, bro- do your brother a favor. Okay. Let's pay these bills, guys. We'll be back in one minute and 30 seconds. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Farno and Sons at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs Right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons. Go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Um, Brandon Reese says, I see a O-lineman decommitted from Notre Dame about an hour ago. Yeah, I, I mean, look. Uh, and I know Alex Fondo tagged this in and said that we had called it. We kind of called it a little bit on the message board. But if you missed it, four-star offensive tackle Elias Page uh, decommitted from Notre Dame today. Look, guys, I, I mean, the the funny thing is with Notre Dame is, you look when you recruits when you have to recruit nationally, 
right? When you have to recruit nationally the way that they do, you're going to have this happen when you start losing. That's what makes LSU so much. Look, and, and I say this all the time, and I really need to clip this because, I, you know, with everything going on with our family, I've been slacking on that because we just haven't had the time. But I got to clip this. Um, so 14 minutes. Um, so let me let me say this. Guys, being a blue blood 20 years ago, 10 years ago, whenever it may be, or not even 10 years ago, let's go further back than that, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, means nothing. Guys, look at Nebraska football and look at what, they, what they've had happen to them for such a long time. Look at Miami. Guys, being a blue blood means nothing if, number one, look at Notre Dame without Brian Kelly so far. It means nothing if you can't get recruits. It means nothing if you don't have a good coaching staff. Period, point blank. Oh, well, Blake, Notre Dame and Nebraska are blue bloods. Who cares? Who freaking cares? It just, you know, saying that you're a blue blood means nothing when that ball kicks off. When, when whoever comes down there and you play against and they kick your teeth in, it doesn't matter that you're a blue blood. And you can change, you can turn that to LSU, right? You could tell this LSU team, these LSU guys right now, like, hey, bro, New Mexico brings a unique challenge. You have to be disciplined in these early games. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination, any stretch of the imagination, that LSU is going to lose on Saturday. Because I'm not. But you've seen teams in college football lose to inferior opponents already. Already. We can talk shit all we want about AM, okay? There's no reason App State should beat them. Zero. No reason Marshall should beat Notre Dame. None. Zero. So, you know, everybody talking about how great uh, Marcus Freeman is. Well, we'll see. We will see. Uh, James Fortenberry says, what time is it uh, Saturday morning, Blake? Um, Nine o'clock is when our show starts on um, Saturday mornings. Jay says, I'll be watching John Emery this weekend. I want to see him pull away from the pack. Well, look, I, I do think that um, we have seen, we have seen um, Frank Wilson a lot of times go by rotation. I don't think he's going to be the bell cow. Now, can he be the bell cow for today's or, or this Saturday's game to get him touches, to get him going and let him take some hits and, and kind of get back in the football shape? Maybe, maybe. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but look, somebody's going to have to take it from Armani Goodwin. Somebody's going to have to take it from him so far, and nobody has. What is, you know, do you, how do you get Noah Kane involved? Where's Noah Kane been? So we'll 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 see how all that all that works. Okay. Um, yes, Craig Jones says coaches show us tonight. Yeah, it's at seven. Uh Reagan Lee asked, the pastor asked. Um, that's why we're going at six. So let me um 
so let's talk about the obvious um the obvious elephant in the room here if you missed it today the ncaa came out with a verdict in reference to the james craig situation with lsu so if you don't remember who james craig is james craig was the former offensive line coach at lsu um and i'm just gonna be outright outright and and blunt um there was a, a a situation where a recruit uh in Tristan Lee who was a five-star offensive tackle who then was already at the time that he was going with James Craig and meeting with James Craig committed to committed to Clemson at least that's what he, Tristan Lee says um apparently got the address of James Craig and during an unofficial visit now this was during COVID in 2020. Coaches couldn't talk to players. Coaches couldn't have they, people couldn't go on official visits and things like that. But Tristan Lee went an, on an unofficial visit and was one of the people that was in the stands. Goes to James Craig's house. In that situation, he sees James Craig outside. They start talking. He gives him a shirt or this or that, and they go to Tiger Stadium. He just shows him around a little bit. They they go their separate ways. No harm, no foul. Well, let me say this. That is an NCAA violation. The NCAA came out and said that it was a level two violation that James Craig committed. I think they're being a little harsh with that. Actually, I believe they're being way too harsh with James Craig on even giving him. So the verdict came out and they're giving him a three-year show cause. Guys, a three-year show cause. Now, with all of that being said... James Craig, um, oh, hold on, hold on. We got some breaking news. Hold on. Let, let me deviate and we'll come right back. Hold on. All right. Brian Kelly is giving his press conference right now. Um, not his, uh, radio show, but breaking Brian Kelly says to LSU, Wide receiver Kayshawn Boutique will be out this weekend, who has been excused from the program to be with his girlfriend, who will be giving birth this weekend. Okay, so guys, Jack Bash will be inserted into the role, but Kayshawn Boutique will not play this Saturday against New Mexico as his girlfriend will be giving birth to his child. So um, LSU, has re LSU has announced, formally announced it. Their official statement was that Coach Kelly announced that Kayshawn Bouti will not be with us this weekend. He is excused to be with his girlfriend as they expected the birth of their first child. Okay, so, look, man, you can't really – look, the, the, birth of your, the birth of your child is more important, more important than football. The problem is – the problem is – is you know what that's going to do, and I, I'm not here for all the bullshit that people are going to bring with it. So, first off – don't say anything stupid because, you know, we our fan base can be stupid sometimes. However, and mainly, congratulations to Kayshawn Bouti. I have a three-year-old son, Ben, that a lot of you that watch this show know about. My wife, Megan, is expected to give birth to our second child on November the 2nd. Um, we're excited, and it's an exciting time for Kayshawn. I'm sure having a child is, is a very, very, very special moment. Very special moment. So, congratulations. Um... Congratulations to Kayshawn. But getting back to, getting back to, so let me say this too. Expect Jack Besh, I would assume, 
um, to be in the slot a lot this weekend. And and maybe, you know, in a, in a way, it, you know, you can get Jack Besh worked into it so you can make a – what's going to be positive for um, – what's going to be positive for – Kayshawn Boutte can also be positive for LSU. Now, you don't want a potential first-round pick to be out, but congratulations to him. Uh, and I'll tell you this, I would not play in a game at all. My, my damn self if my wife was giving birth either. Of my child? Shit. You're crazy. You're crazy. So let's get back to James Craig. I don't necessarily remember where I left off, but James Craig showed uh, Tristan Lee around campus um, nothing, no harm, no foul. Now, James Craig, I, in my personal opinion, guys, got a little bit hit hard on this. Now, he was hit with a level two violation, level two recruiting violation, and was hit with a three-year show cause. Now, I, I, for whatever reason, and, and I've been asked a lot today, but Blake, what's a show cause? Well, show cause is basically if you want to hire somebody, the conference, the NCAA, you have to tell them why. And normally that means that they can't be either in the conference or can't come back to the NCAA, whatever that the show calls dictates, that's basically what it is. Basically, you just can't come back until your show calls is done. So, look, there was a lot of penalties in 2021, self-imposed penalties that LSU did to themselves and imposed themselves that the NCAA accepted and that you're done with. Now, the interesting part was, is when Brian Kelly didn't go out for a week and everybody was freaking out, and I said on this show, well, guys, it probably has something to do with an investigation that LSU's under because of Ed Orgeron and his staff. Well, there you go. The NCAA confirmed that today along with LSU. So you're you're past a lot of this. Now, LSU is on a one-year pro, uh, uh, probation, which basically means, hey, don't do anything stupid. You know, it's like... I hate to say it like this because it's a horrible analogy, but if you get, you know, if you get in trouble once and if you do it again, like we're really going to bring it down on you. We're going to bring the the penalties down. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's not – it really wasn't that big of a deal. Um, really wasn't that big of a deal for LSU. Now, it was a big deal, obviously, in 2021, and you don't want to have to go through those things, but – at least this part and most of this parts are uh, past you. Now, LSU lost in court to the uh, from James Craig. Now, James Craig's testimony is a little bit interesting. And I'm going to talk on this about Will Wade. Now, James Craig said in, in an affidavit, in one affidavit, that he was questioned on this because the NCAA was on campus because of Will Wade. Now... This being very minute, like guys, what James Craig did, and, and really and truthfully, didn't really do anything that malicious. He gave the kid a shirt, okay, some gear, and took him to Tiger Stadium. Guys, I'm sorry, and I get it, you're breaking the rules, and when you get caught, penalties should come down. But come on, come on. the You know, and not getting political, we don't get political on this show. But the president of the United States legitimately over the last, what, week or two weeks said that, you know, the, the federal government is saying the pandemic is officially over for whatever it's worth. Not Don't get political in the show. My point in that saying is, is that the reason that you couldn't do official visits 
and have contact with recruits like that face to face was because of COVID. Now I, I and I understand it. You got to follow the rules. But guys, it seems to me to be a little petty, right? Like the kid went to his house, saw him outside. That's the testimony that we have. And nothing happens. Here's another thing. What's going to happen to Tristan Lee in all this? And probably nothing is. But in my opinion, you if you're going to hit the coach, you better hit the player on this a little bit too. Now I'll say this. Dabo, you, you Bible-thumping snitch. Read between the lines. Read between the lines. Now, I, he didn't. He, James Craig would have been investigated and talked to behind all this because of Will Wade. Now, what does this mean for LSU and LSU basketball? Guys, it's not good for, for Will Wade. And look, I, I, when I've said things like this before, other media members who don't won't say it to my face when we're at practice or wherever. So I'm going to say it here again. I'm going to stay as consistent as I can be. Guys, ex- excuse me in saying this, and I'm sure Will Wade is a really good guy. Sure, I'm sure he is. But guys, F Will Wade when it comes to LSU. And if I'm Will Wade and I'm getting a little nervous because what James Craig did is not even remotely close to what Will Wade and the, the, the things that the NCAA has on Will Wade. The ultimate question to me would be, why is... Why is LSU not self-imposing anything for basketball? What do they know? Because here's what we know that LSU's done. LSU's been working hand-in-hand with the NCAA in reference to the James Craig situation. What we obviously also know, and it was posted today, I know that the media, and my, I mean, and we were sent this email as well, <clears throat> that LSU is complying with the IARP that is a part of the NCAA I wonder what LSU is doing to make sure that all of their ducks are in a row. And I do ask the question, the very simple question, guys, if James Craig is going to get a three-year show calls, what in the world is going to happen to Will Wade? Again, I'll say it again. As a human being, I'm sure Will Wade's a great guy. But if you're going to ask me who deserves to get hit, in this, uh, hit by the NCAA, more, th- uh, more than anybody, it's not the, necessarily the university, in my opinion. It's Will Wade. It's my opinion. You can hate, you can hate it, love it, like it, not like it. You know, feel whatever way you want to about it. But Will Wade made his bed, and now he's going to have to lie in it. He's going to have to lie in it. I have no remorse. For for his current situation, if those things were proven, guys, they have bank records. You can't really, you know, you you can't really, you know, they got you, brother. At some point, they got you. At some point, they got you. To me. And I said this earlier today, 
It feels like James Gregg, it was a scapegoat for LSU football. Is Will Wade a quote-unquote scapegoat? Does LSU and the NCAA put this on Will Wade? I don't know that. I don't know that. But I bet you his britches is getting really wet. Pause. But, I mean, when you're under this kind of of an amount of stress – Man, I mean, sometimes people start pissing down their leg. So, and you and you guys got all over me about things that I've said about Will Wade in the past or a player and Will Wade in the past, and you have LSU complying with the NCAA and Will Wade's not, and you mean to tell me that I'm supposed to give Will Wade the benefit of the doubt in any of this? In any of this, what has Will Wade done for me to give him the benefit of the doubt? Now, let me say this, too, because this needs to be said and you need to hear it. So if you're around kids, I apologize. Guys, I don't give two shits about what other schools are doing. This, to me, is about LSU. What is going to happen to LSU? I don't care what's going on at Kansas. I don't care if the NCAA is investigating Dorothy and the Wicked Witch of the West. I don't care. I don't care what happened in North Carolina. Now, if there are things such as that are relative, what do I mean by that? When the NCAA doesn't come down on North Carolina Tar Heels for academic violations, but yet they come down on John Emery for dropping a class who has a 3.8 GPA average, yet those things line up together. One is not one was bigger than the other, and John Emery got hit worse than North Carolina. Those things are similar. Are similar. Right? They're both in reference to academics. But if me and you were driving down a road and I'm driving in front of you and both of us are speeding and we pass a police officer and the police officer pulls you over, what's the first thing you're going to say? Well, the guy in front of me was speeding too. Why didn't you pull him over? He goes, well, I caught you. I caught you. At some point, at some point, From an LSU basketball perspective, we have to stop pointing the finger at other people. Will Wade messed up. This affects LSU basketball, and we have to deal with it. We have to deal with our own sins. And Will Wade's sins. But excuse me. Alex says I used to praise Will Wade. Please tell me when. Alex, I dare you to praise, show me where and when. I've been called out by media members on this own beat who don't say anything to my face when they see me about the Will Wade investigation. You know, they can call me a joke on a camera, but you see me face to face, you don't say shit. I'm right here. And I've been told, I've been, uh, told that I have a vendetta against Will Wade. Guys, he fucking did it. They proved that he did it. 
at what point do you have to admit that he did it? Come on, man. Come on. And now we have to live with incompetence, his incompetency. Well, Blake, Kansas did it. Guys, this, we're not fucking Kansas fans. Does that get through to you? Look at these stupid bots, man. I mean, come on, YouTube. We got bots everywhere. Ant Marshall says, Kansas is fighting their case. Louisville got hit. UNC beat their case because it was um, uh, it wasn't preferential treatment for athletes. There you go. This is. And the whole fact that people say, you know, it, give me a thumbs up in the chat. Give me a thumbs up in the chat if, well, well let me be cautious with that. Let me be cautious with that. Because they hit, they hit, what's even crazier, in a recruiting violation, they hit Bruce Pearl for having, uh, when he was at Tennessee, for having too many hot dogs on, on, while he was barbecuing, for having too many hot dogs on the grill. That is a true living thing. A true living thing. I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore, man. You, we can talk about Kansas and Louisville and all these other teams, okay? But the mac, the fact of the matter is, we we're not the fans of those programs. Now, is it tough for you when those programs might get off on something? But we don't know what's going to happen with those programs. We have no idea. But what they don't have, let me tell you what Kansas doesn't have. Kansas doesn't have their head coach with evidence against paying players from a joint bank account or their girlfriends for a cover-up. And you want me you want me to just sit here and be happy about it. Right? Like you want me to sit here and be happy about it. I've, and Linda's so right when she says this, okay? I've said this a thousand times, and she is so, so right. So, so right. No coach, no fan, no media member, no administrative worker is bigger than LSU. Myself included. Myself included. Nobody. All right, let's get to a couple comments. <coughs> Ryan says y'all need to get those like um those likes up. The, the yes on YouTube. Everybody hit the like and share. Share to those Facebook groups. This old vet says no player either, and he's so right with that. No player, nobody, nobody. Jimmy Dale on Facebook says, let's get over this, uh, over this with, but, and put it behind us. Yeah, we got to put it behind us, but 
Jimmy Dale, I mean, when NCAA comes out with a statement today, we have to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. So, if you want to talk about it, let's do this. Let's talk about some football. But in, 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 in ending, in ending, if I'm Will Wade, I'm nervous. Because I would, I would assume that he feels that LSU is about to throw him under the bus. And as well, they probably should. Okay, Let, let's pay these bills, guys. We got to talk, talk and preview some LSU football. What do I want to see? Obviously, this upcoming Saturday, now that we have that Jack Besh is going to be starting in this game, we have some score predictions, but you can fire some of your score predictions inside the Rudy Crew chat. Fire them in there now. But let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, the DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Guys, we return in one minute. Let's talk about some football. Let's talk about your predictions. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Reagan Pastelite says, shoot, why wouldn't they throw him under the bus? Not like someone twisted his arm and made him do it. That's very true. It's very true. Aunt Marshall says that they will, on the Golden Boot Pod, this is true, Pooh Bear, our producer, and Aunt, <coughs> excuse me, um, Pooh Bear, and then we have it on Verge Allsbury tonight. Um, uh, Aunt, tell them what time um, uh, that Verge will be on. So Verge Allsbury will give some idea about what's going on, and he can break it down better than than most, obviously. Um, so we got this open. Brian Kelly's um, trying to pull up this tweet, see if I can find it from Wilson Alexander, who joined us last night. Let me see if I can pull this up for you guys. Hold on. Bear with me for just a just a quick second. Just a quick second. All right, so we have this from Wilson Alexander of The Advocate. Brian Kelly said that LSU will use the same starting offensive line against New Mexico. Uh, will Campbell left tackle. Garrett Dellinger at left guard. Charles Turner will start at center. Miles Frazier will start at right guard. And Emory Jones will start at right tackle. Anthony Bradford, Cam Wire, and Tremont Shorts could rotate well. And they want, obviously, for them to rotate. Um, guys, in the key in the breakdowns of this game, now we'll talk a lot of SEC on Saturday morning. Guys, we go for an hour and a half. We do our own Believe SEC football college game day. We'll talk a lot about the SEC. But to focus on LSU right now, um, I, I, I don't. I, when I say this, it's not going to go this way. But I want to see LSU impose their will like they did against Southern. Right? Like, you have to go out there and impose your will. You know, Jane Daniels, God bless him, has been ripped and mocked and ridiculed even after a win 
against an SEC, a really good SEC opponent. Guys, it's crazy that he's still being mocked by by people who are just stupid and have, you know, you talk about like media members having narratives. Well, the fan base has narratives too. Most of them, a majority of them are false. What I'm not going to do is take a narrative base from a fan base, any fan base, ours included, from people that never played football. If you went to a school that never played high school football, you didn't play collegiately, NFL, whatever, I'm going to take your football uh, 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 processes and thoughts a little bit skewed when you're talking about somebody who legitimately is the quarterback and went out there and won you the football game. Bottom line. Bottom line. But for the fan base, and, and there is still some truth to Jaden needing to hit guys down the field more. I It's interesting to me what having Jack Bash inserted into this lineup is going to do, is going to do because, you know, in spring there was a pretty good connection between Jane Daniels and Jack Bash. Let's see if Jane can get going earlier. Can you impose your will earlier? You know, this team of two of the three games has started off really slow. Really slow. Against Florida State and Mississippi State, LSU started off slow. You got to start off fast. And the biggest thing in all of this, the biggest thing, guys, you can't go into this game and have injuries. Now, how do you prevent that? You kind of can't. But the biggest thing will be not having major injuries <coughs> so that when you go into the long stretch at the SEC Hall, you can be – you can be – healthier than opponents and teams that are in front of you being healthier than Auburn being healthier than Tennessee the two next SEC opponents now the keys of victory and we always do the keys of victory on the show on Thursdays the keys of victory for me are very simple guys I want to see LSU especially offensively I want to see them kind of try to establish and run a game a little bit more I don't want to see Jaden to, to have to con I'm okay with Jaden running if he gets out of bounds and doesn't get touched. Guys, I, I don't know about you. I'm okay with him running uh, to some extent. Now, does he need to hit some of those passes down the field, especially when you're in the red zone and Malik Neighbors is open in the end zone? Absolutely. Because if he's going to gain on one drive, he's going to rush three times, 17 yards, 15 yards, 17 yards. I'm okay with it. But if you had the opportunity this week to sit in the pocket and rifle the ball down the field, just do it. Just do it. I want to see the defense play with that same type of intensity. Now, Matt House talked about that in his postgame uh, to the team that he wants to, like, hey, guys, this game and this win is fantastic. It's fantastic. Let's go out there and do it again. My prediction is going to be pr pretty simple. I think LSU wins 42-17. to 17. It's my prediction. Um, well, you might, you might be saying, well, Blake, why do you think New Mexico scores more points than Mississippi State did a week ago? Well, I still think that if you start really putting it on New Mexico, that you start playing guys that are freshmen and guys that aren't starters, and then therefore, maybe late you have a score, you can have a team that scores 10 points. I mean, look at Southern. Um, one thing that I, I, I'm going to be interested with um, – one thing that I'm going to be interested with, 
I wonder what they're going to do with the backup quarterback quarterback spot. Now, I would assume that Garrett Nussmeyer is going to be a guy that, that runs out there second. If LSU imposes their will and, and you get in the halftime and you're beating them, beating up on New Mexico pretty well. Um, but you can't take this game for granted. You only thing that we have to worry about is let's go through this first half and make sure you're beating them. I do wonder if they if they give if they give uh, Walker Howard a little bit more snaps than they did against Southern. Now, you know people are worried about Walker's red shirt, but guys, I'm going to tell you this: Walker Howard wants to play, and you may want him to red shirt. Okay. He doesn't want to. Now, he will do it for the team. And what's not only best for this team, but for future teams. But I'm going to tell you, that guy wants to go out there and prove something. Um, I would really, 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 really like, and I don't think I'm going to get it this year. I would just really, really like to see Walker Howard with the, with the second string. Not the third string, guys. I don't want to see walk-on wide receivers out there. Uh, I don't want to see the third string offensive line out there. I really want to see him with the second team. I, I really do. Because if Nussmeyer goes out there and struggles, guys, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, if he struggles again against New Mexico, oh, damn it. These big-ass feet of mine. You know what they say about a man with big feet, huh? Wear some big-ass socks. But if Gary Nussmeyer goes out here against New Mexico and struggles again, and I asked Wilson Alexander this last night, and you know he's not. And I'm not ready to write off Nussmeyer any by any stretch. You got to get you you got to get Walker Howard some of these snaps now, because God willing, and God bless it, if Jaden goes down, guys, we're in trouble. I don't th- I don't think people. Um, you know, when these Rudy Poos out here on Twitter start talking about how Jaden's run the football. First off, guys, y'all sound so fucking dumb when you say that. Excuse my language. But I'm about tired of it. Okay? And I'm really tired. So when I get really tired, my, I start cursing a lot. So that's my fault. And I apologize. But, guys, if Jane goes down, we're, we're in big trouble. You understand? Because I know some of you, you're in my DMs, you're on Twitter. Oh, well, you know, LSU, if they beat New Mexico, then they go 3-1. and one, Then they beat Auburn. Then they go 4-1. and one, And... Let's see, you know, LSU at night against Tennessee, potentially. What if they pull off the upset against Tennessee and then they're, you know, then they're five and one. Guys, Jane goes down, you're not, you're not beating Tennessee. You want the truth, there's the truth. There's the truth. So give me 42-17. All right, let's get to some of these comments. Uh, we'll get to as many of them as we can and then we'll get on out of here. Uh, Joey Buchanan. Says, Blake, I realize LSU is going to lose some games. I just want to see growth in the games we lose. Joey, I think that's a really good, uh, you know, a really good way of thinking about it, right? Like, guys, we are going to lose some games, right? Um, but you want to see the growth there. You know, and, and, and really and truthfully, and I told Pooh Bear this, I think I told Ant this, guys, I really wasn't too horribly upset against the loss against Florida State because I felt as if even though in that loss – that the way that that team came back and battled gave me the confidence. And I said this on that on the postgame show. Guys, there's going to be a situation where you're going to have to come, come from behind, pause, 
but you're going to have to come from behind and you're going to have to, you're, you know, impose your will on teams to win football games. They obviously wouldn't have to do that against Southern, but they would obviously have to do that against Mississippi State. And they did. And they did. Kevin says, uh, 52 to 7 LSU. Wow. Wow. And Marshall says that Virgil Allsbury will be with them at 7.30, so you can go to the Golden Boot Pod. G-E-A-U-X-L-E-N-D-E-N Boot Pod. Uh, that's where you can go to it. Um, And I guess you guys can go to like YouTube or Facebook, whichever, wherever you listen to this one, you can go the same there. Subscribe for them, too. It's going to be interesting to hear what uh, – it's going to be really good to hear what Verge has to say. Uh, Penn Jones, what's up, my man? Penn says, between Finley's Twitter comments and his dad's – I didn't see his dad's, but, man, I can only imagine. He, he is done at Auburn. I promise you there isn't a lineman that's going to be willing to offer 100% effort in protecting him. Yeah, his dad's got to get off Twitter. And I've known his dad for a long time. I mean, guys, they live 12 – or 12 miles. They live two miles up the road. I mean, his dad's got to be quiet on Twitter. Bottom line. Bottom line. Bottom line. Penn Jones asked if there's any Twitter spaces tonight. I won't be starting one, Penn, but after Pooh Bear and them show. Um, oh, man, my back. Oh. If there is one, I'll, I'll, I'll join. I'll join for a little bit, maybe 15 minutes. Uh, man, I was moving some stuff, you know, my, you know, we had an unfortunate situation this week and man, I was been moving some stuff. Move, I was moving some stuff around and God bless it. My damn back, man. And I'm only 32. My damn back, man. My damn shoulders. Ooh, God bless it, man. Let's see if y'all can hear it. Y'all heard that? Every time I rotate my short pop, y'all heard it again. Ugh. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get me a, a heavy mixed drink at the end of the show. Like, I'm going to a heavy mixed drink. Uncle Houdet says, what's up, AYS fam? What did I miss? Oh, man, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh, Hayes Green says, you're getting old there, Blake. I know I am. I know I am. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man, let me tell you something. So we went to, um, I went with my buddy to a gym, I think maybe like three or four months ago. Right. And we're sitting there and we're lifting and I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'll put, I'll put 275 on the bench. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be macho. So I, I hit it a couple times, whatever. And we rack it and I'm, you know, I'm acting all big and bad. I take some pre-workout, man. I got home about Six hours later, stupidest shit I ever did. Stupidest shit I ever did. Lamar Williams says seven and one going into Bama. Well, you know, I agree with pressure. I think that there's a chance you could do that. Look, you do have some tough opponents in that. Tennessee is the biggest. Um, or maybe Ole Miss. You got some opponents in there. Pressure, I wouldn't be surprised if LSU slipped up in one of those. Because let me say this. Uh, to Precious Point, I think LSU could slip up to one of those to, to getting into the Bama week and maybe be 6-2 and two going into that. Because once you – this is of my opinion. If you can get to Alabama 6-2, and two, 
And then if they if LSU were to lose that game, guys, Bama's got some questions of their own now. I, I'm not. Look, let me tell you this too. Bama's before I start saying Bama's going to beat LSU and run away with it. Bama's going to have to show me something now. Guys, Bama hasn't looked the greatest. So I'm not going to say this is like, you know, the Les Miles era or Ed Orgeron era. Bama's going to have to show me something. Now, am I picking LSU right now today? No. No. Um, But nevertheless, I don't think LSU loses a game. I don't think LSU loses a game after um, Bama. That's my opinion. I don't think A&M's got the... I don't think A&M's got the firepower to keep up with Jaden. It's my God's God's honest opinion. Uh, Help me, Lord. Looks like he's got a grizzly, long cut, uh, a profile pick on here. I'm a I'm a grizzly man myself, even though I look like a damn grizzly bear. He says, "What does Jaden have to do to get to the Heisman uh, conversation? I think he's got to win the next six games. Into the conversation, he's got to win the next six games." And he's got to continue to do what he's doing, guys. If he go, guys, if he throws the ball for two twenty five hundred yards, three thousand yards, and accumulates 30, 35 touchdowns, I think you could put him in maybe a conversation if he get, gets some big wins. I don't. He's not going to win it though. But here's because guys, I'll, I'll tell you, and I, this is probably really horrible of me. I you know I did this ten dollar bet for Anthony um, Richardson to win the Heisman at the beginning of the year because those odds were so big, and I was like, man. Billy likes to run his quarterbacks. Maybe there's a chance. I put another $10 bet on Stetson Bennett. Why not? Why not? Uh, Adam says, what about Jenna's special on Saturdays? Yeah, she'll be here with us. She'll be. Oh, Jenna's special. You talking about from this last week? I drank all that. <laughs> Adam, I drank all of it Saturday. See, when I come on these post-game shows and it doesn't look like I'm uh, I'm intoxicated, Guys, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling really good. So don't 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 get don't 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 get that twisted now. And let me tell you something about these drinks that uh, Jenna. So if you haven't watched one of our Saturday morning shows, guys, y'all really need to go check it out. Uh, but Jenna Duddleson from Chicago. Uh, part of the Believe Network that we're part of. Obviously, you can tell with the hat and the Believe and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but Jenna, she comes on at the end of the show. She makes a drink at the end of the show that you can do for tailgating. Bro, the things that she does, and I'm not like a really fruity kind of drinker, but she did these things with orange juice and beer and a little bit of liquor in there. Bro. Bro. I, you know, I, you know, I'm used to, and you guys know this, I'm used to pouring a glass of, of bourbon with a big old ice cube in it and putting maybe some water in there and just going to town. But man, that girl, Jenna, she'll make drinks. that will fuck you up. Turn you, turn you sideways up in that thing. Boy, you'll be, you'll be conked out at eight o'clock. If you're not careful, you'll be conked out, boy. But man, I was feeling, I was feeling. Loose as a goose, don't get me started. I'm on that chicka juice. I'm on that chicka juice. They got me jiggling. They got me getting loose. Poor Zach's backstage now. Mr. Blake, what are you doing? Don't love on the show. 
Oh, Mr. Blake. Well, Zach, if you would have been here the last four four Thursdays, we'd be going live at 6 o'clock every night. But this is what happens when you got to take your girlfriend out to a steak dinner every Thursday night. By the way, Pastor Lee, Pastor Lee, um, Pastor Lee, Pastor Junior, um, did you know that, did you know that your brother, you know, was like, has like six girlfriends? It's the Tebow haircut. It's that he loves Jesus and Tebow. I mean, he's literally taking the playbook out of Tebow, you know. Uh, Jay Wood said, yes, Lord. And then you got D-Pain said, Jig, Jig. I'm telling you, man, I got that Jiggle Juice. I got that Jiggle Juice. I'm telling you, man. Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Oh, Zach, you didn't hear? Zach, where have you? Zach, you didn't hear? LSU got a, you know, a nine-year show calls, brother. Where have you been? They didn't, Zach. Hey, Mr. Blink, what happened with LSU today? Oh. Well, Zach, if you would be subscribed to the AYS message board, you'd find out. King Ulysses, I'll read this one, but he also said that uh, Ole Miss is overrated. I don't disagree with him. Uh, he says, I think LSU can win enough to be second in the West. Oh, I forgot about Arkansas, damn it. Um, let's see what Arkansas does this weekend. He says, I think LSU can uh, be second in the in the West, played enough to win it. He says, plus the way Bama wide receivers look in our offensive and offensive line look, it'll be very interesting to see the game if LSU improves week into every week until then, I agree. I'm not writing off LSU in that in, in that game. I mean, guys, this, you know, but the thing with Bama is, is they always d deceive you, right? They always tell you shit. You, you know, they show you stuff like this, and they come out and they start clapping cheeks. Like Zach on a ham sandwich, right? Zach, I know you eat ham sandwiches. Mom, cut off the crust. Zach, do you get your mommy to cut off your crusts? God, guys, come on. It's an act. It's an act. Relax. Uh, King Ulysses says, I'm trying. I'm fixing to slide into Nia Long's DMs. Yeah, why people are overreact? First off, why is the Boston, why is Boston Celtics coach, why is that, you know, it can, you know, why is he getting banned for um, having consensual yoo-hoo with somebody? You know? All right. Um, old vet says, Miss Rafino is going to get on to you about messing with Zach. It's probably true. It's probably true. It's probably true. Uh, Blake Doucette says, hashtag ask Blake. I think old Scott Woolward set it up. Bring Jimbo to Texas A&M and pay him all that damn money. Then leave and go to LSU and watch A&M stay at 8-4. and four. What's even crazier about that, though? Um, what's even crazier about that, though, is they extended him after Scott Woolward left. They extended him. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see y'all Saturday morning. Don't be a guy that puts jelly 
on bread first when you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Don't be that guy, pal. Stay cool. Stay breezy. Stay with AYS. We'll see you Monday, Saturday morning 9 a, uh, at 9 a.m. Later, dudes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.